Hey York Alliance, welcome back to the York Alliance Daily for Valentine's Day, Wednesday, February 14th. Aww. Or Ash Wednesday. You could Ash Wednesday. Okay, we'll go with Ash Wednesday. That yeah. well, I mean, Valentine's you think they kind of do tie together because Valentine's Day shows a depth of love and Ash Wednesday is the deepest love. I so fully I, agree. I, I think I think, I, I think it works. I resonate together. with the anyway. suffering and just Wow. Wow. Man. As men that are suffering <laughs> yeah. trying to figure out what to buy. Yeah, that's, that's right. True. There you go. There you go. Speaking of, I got roses like two weeks ago in anticipation because every year without fail, they're twice as expensive. Yeah, you paid less. Wilting. Way to go. What? Come on. See, there you go. So as you can hear, uh, here we all are. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So Pastor Asa is joining us again this week. Hello, hello. And Pastor Taylor showed up to complain about Valentine's Day. So that's (laughs) awesome. That's that's beautiful. Just pro Ash Wednesday. Uh, That's all. Yeah, there you go. That's it. That's it. And Dave is here with us again. Hello. Hello. There you go. And we also have our uh, special guest, Kevin Norman, with us. Since Hey, your clients and friends. There you go. Uh, since Kevin preached on Sunday, he decided to drop by and, uh, and, and photobomb the, uh, the podcast or whatever that is. So, photobomb? Yeah, whatever. Audio, audio, bomb? audio bomb. Audio bomb. Yeah, yeah we'll go. go with that. Yeah, that's <laughs> great. That's great. So, uh, so welcome. It's great to have you all with us. And of course, our goal with this Deeper and Wider podcast is to go a little deeper and look a little wider at all of the stuff that we have been digging into. And so we wrapped up, Kevin wrapped up on Sunday, this two-week kind of mini-series on spiritual gifts leading into what's going to be a more extensive six-week series on the Holy Spirit, all kind of coming together under that umbrella of demonstrating the gospel as uh, a practice, what it looks like for us to engage the process, uh, the practice of demonstrating the gospel. And so Kevin came uh, out of uh, Ephesians chapter 4, which I would argue is like the, the most central text as it relates to um, spiritual gifts. So that was, that was great and lots of really good stuff in there and lots of stuff, of course, that um, you didn't get to because it would take a long time to preach through all of that. But uh, coming away from it, Kevin, are there things that you, man, wish you would have said more about or wish that uh, you would have skipped over or just had more time for or any of that kind of stuff? I mean, I don't think there's a preacher on earth who didn't wish they had more time. Well, of course. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. <laughs> so that that's pretty easy. Um, I hope nobody felt like I was intentionally leaving out the lists of spiritual gifts that are mentioned in the New Testament, because uh, that you know when you think about discovering your spiritual gifts, you think about some of those passages where they list you know, all the different ones. All the different ones. Um, and maybe you know you read one of those lists and one of those jumps out at you and it's like that's who God made me. Mm-hmm. And so that's absolutely like a, a reality yeah. and that's a, a true thing. Um, but the lists are never the same. Um, you know, some lists have more and less and all that. So I think that the, the overall sort of message of the Bible is that these lists are not meant to be exhaustive. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. so you might read one of those and say, I don't, I don't see any of that for me necessarily individually from the Lord. And so uh, I wasn't intentionally leaving out those lists necessarily, mm-hmm. just asking uh, the question, can we engage with God to hear from him um, about who we are? I also kind of wished, uh, as I sort of have dwelt on it a bit, that, that I had given some more like concrete sort of present-day examples of, of what people might be hearing from God as to what their identity is. So, um, you know, some of the biblical ones I mentioned in the first service, I think I actually forgot in the second service, you know, Gideon mm-hmm. is met by the mm-hmm. Lord in the wine press, and the angel says, hey, the Lord is with you, mighty man of valor. Yeah. And that had, yeah. that had to become his identity for the rest of his life. He had to walk in that. 
if he was going to do what God had him to do. Yeah, right. right. Um, you know, the idea of um, Paul certainly being the preacher to the Gentiles became a driving force for him. Um, some of the examples that uh, the guy Jamie Winship would use, this, um, he tells this great story of this young woman who came to live with he and his family in Indonesia. She had basically been abandoned by her family and was just angry at the world. Um, and her name was Jihei. And um, through the course of meeting God, she discovered that her identity in this world and in the kingdom of God was going to be a rescuer of children, mm. which I think is beautiful. And so like everything that she did from that point on after hearing that was through the lens of how am I going to use this to rescue children? Oh, yeah. You know, like that, that's a really neat identity and sort of um, unique spiritual gifting in the kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I... I hesitate to use a personal example because I don't want people to think that I'm claiming anything that I don't have. <laughs> um, but as, I, as I've engaged this practice with God, um, I sat, I woke up one morning at three in the morning, which is not all that uncommon because my sleep schedule is very erratic. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But I, I knew that it was not going to be an easy night, so I said I might as well just go and hang out with God. And uh, I went downstairs and um, sat with my journal and, and was praying and processing and asking God, what do you call me? And um, the very first word I heard, and again, I hesitate to even say this, was teacher, which mm. is funny because I'm not a professional teacher and um, I've only done that a handful of times. You're married to a teacher. I am married to a former count. teacher, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and yet, you know, so it would never have been the first thing that I would have, you know, like, I love to lead worship. I, I like that's like what I get really a lot of joy out of things like that. I like to build things. Um, I dabble in medicine, as I said. So like any of those, any of those would have been fine. And yet, um, yet teacher was the thing that I heard. And it was funny because um, as I like processed my career through that lens, even my current job where I, um, so I work in the ER. And I'm, I'm on the faculty of the residency program for emergency medicine at York Hospital. So I teach residents mm -hmm. all day, every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, I was getting really frustrated with my job because the residents uh, were difficult to teach at times. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine that to be true. Yeah. And, and yet, in the, in the midst of God telling me, this is who I've made you to be, it is precisely, I'm gifting you for this thing. Yeah. Not... Mm -hmm. Um, you have to put up with it, but this is why I have you there. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. how will they be taught except through a teacher? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so it gave me a totally different approach to my job. No longer was I frustrated by going to work, but I'm seeing it as how can I express what God has put in me to live out in the kingdom. Uh, that's really cool. So it's a totally, yeah. it's just a, it flipped it on its head, and it was not, not at all what I was expecting mm -hmm. God to say to me. Um, and sort of, I'm still working it out and trying to be faithful to what he has called me to. Um, so I'm yeah. sure there's a lot more to discuss about it, uh, but, but those were some of the thoughts I had as I, you yeah. know, trying to put some concrete examples to folks so they could say, you know, what else has, what else is there that God could call me? Mm -hmm. You know, Jamie Winship calls himself a militant peacemaker, which is an interesting <laughs> idea. Uh, I've heard of or that. I've also heard him say untire of knots, which I thought yeah. was a really interesting yeah, one. Also. That's one also. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, yeah, really, yeah. And I was, when I heard him say both of those things, I wondered, like, how does that work? Like, does that evolve over time for right. him? You know, I don't know. Yeah, and I think they do evolve over time as, as we walk with the Lord. Mm -hmm. uh, somebody close to me has heard that God called him a revealer of light, which I think mm -hmm. is a beautiful picture. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. So there's, it's just, I, what I love about the approach is that it's not put in a box. Like we yeah. don't get to define it for ourselves. We just have to go to God and say, what mm-hmm. do you have? And mm-hmm. I want it, I want as much as you'll give me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which I think is the, yes. right, is right, the right approach. Yeah, absolutely. And I love the fact that I, you didn't go through the list of gifts. I think that would be the more typical way to say, okay, you're going to discover your gifts. Here's a, if, if nothing else, here's a starting point. You know, I think you're exactly right in saying the Bible doesn't intend to be, uh, be comprehensive, mm-hmm. but to at least start there is pretty typical. And I think to not go there, but instead to say, no, we go to the one who is mm-hmm. giving that list to start with and say, what do you, what do you say about me? And, right. and then, and, and tying that back into community, I just thought was a really excellent way. Cause I think the challenge with that is it can become so individualized. Correct. You know, where right. it's just kind of, I go, me and God get together and we're alone. And then I go and tell other people what God said, mm-hmm. rather than submit myself to the community to right. say, do you see this in me? And let's like hone this and kind of work right. through and a back and forth with the community and back alone with the Father, you know. Right. So, mm-hmm. yeah. so I thought that was a, a beautiful way to, to look at it. Mm-hmm. What did you guys take away? What were some uh, thoughts that you had coming out of uh, Sunday and this brief foray into spiritual gifts over the last two weeks? I think one of the things I listened to the identity series that Jamie Lynch mm-hmm. did. Um, so I was super glad when you pulled it in and I was like flipping back through my notes. But it was a helpful reminder for me because he gives the example of his son who when his son prayed and asked the Lord like, okay, like who do you say that I am? He was like, I'm a skateboarder for Jesus. So it's like, even once again, like there's no junior Holy Spirit. Like Mm -hmm. he had a name and he had a calling and the Lord had, and his gifting was skateboarding, which then he lived out in this really cool way and had an opportunity to minister to people because he was faithful to skateboard to the glory of God. Right. And so I I don't think it has to be this big mystical thing either. It's like, and, and the, what do we, the practice guide that you gave us, like working through what are your passions and what are the needs around you? And like, what are the things that you're gifted in? Like God's using all of those things mm-hmm. for his glory. Right. If we allow him to, and yes. so even simple things like skateboarding for Jesus mm-hmm. is a calling. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. and that's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. The, um, when, when you said, um, what was it? Jamie went which or one of the other people you said, like, how, how do you hear God's voice? Like, it's the first thing that comes to mind when yeah. you ask yeah. something yeah. like, yeah. oh, it's so simple. Why? Yeah. But I understand like the, you know, having to delve through all the other lies and everything else that could be filling our mind. And yeah, I think I know I, I complicate it way more because I wasn't raised to, to fly that way. Right. Right. Same. So yeah. it's, it's definitely um, probably in the last 10 years or so been like a slow kind of uh, learning curve. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Which, like, wow, this is awesome. Yeah, I wish I had a sooner start on this. But well, yeah, right. but it's all good. God knew exactly what he was doing. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, that's right. Another uh, thing that I'm always excited about, kind of uh, playing into like what God has called me, uh, is when you attached or rightly attached Ephesians one through three mm-hmm. to all this, right? Mm-hmm. That there's this immense amount of declarative truth that just is absolutely 100 percent true about you. And because of all that, then you do, you yeah. do the things, right. do the stuff. Um, so it's, it's multiple times in multiple ways, but my uh, college uh, professor that I still keep in touch with, he was the first one to sort of coin it. He said, hey, so you're, a, you're a banner waver. Mm-hmm. You don't really get, you don't use, you have a gun or a weapon or a sword in, in, a, in a battles of old, you know, or a sure. spear. You know, you, you have one, but it's not your primary 
thing. Like you just always keep your eyes on the flag, and if it gets knocked down, pull, pull it back up because it's going to get knocked down. Mm. Um, so that idea of saying, "Hey, the, the banner of like, it is finished," like is is waving over us. Um, and how does that apply? Yeah. So, so that was, no, that's cool. that kind of like yeah. made my heart go pitter patter. And you're like, yeah, you can't forget one through three. I'm like, yeah, find it on the gospel. Right. Everything is because right. Jesus first loved us. Yeah, yeah that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah, that's good. Excuse me. Wow. Um, I think that I am just struck by how much it has helped me. And I think it's probably because of my educational background in theology. Um, came from a very non all but well okay let's just admit it anti charismatic but um but i think you know so there's still that residual in me that goes spiritual gifts <laughs> i get nervous right. we can't talk about that um and for me thinking about it as the spiritual stuff and i've never heard that before mm-hmm. you know i i never i never picked up on the fact that those words that 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 word that's one of the things that frustrates me about our yes. English translation. It's okay if it's not there. Why is it there? Why is it there? Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, we figured it out later. Okay. Okay. So fix yeah. it. So you go <laughs> back. <laughs> but uh, but and they don't. Right. Uh, but for me, it's really helped, and I really liked the idea that that it is a non-limiting list of gifts. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm yeah. relatively sure mine is idiot, um, <laughs> and it seems to have worked because people go, oh, man. God can you stay? That's right. Come on, look at that. I hear, I hear that, man. There's got to be some level of hope. That's right. So, um, he's a big you know, guy. For me, I, I just think, I just think that it's, it's amazing, to, to see this from that perspective and, and hear it from that perspective. Um, one of the things that I will say, um, that I still struggle with is when we say. And I understand it's just the way we say it, and it may not mean what it sounds like when we say, I heard God say. Mm-hmm. You know, I can say confidently in 44 years of walking with God mm-hmm. that I have never heard God's voice, ever, mm-hmm. audibly. Sure. But I, my, my wife will tell you, she'll hear it all the time. You know, I'm getting ready to go preach a sermon somewhere, and I'll be like, oh, wow, you know what? This, this is just not working. I don't know what it is. It's not working. Yeah. So I, I'm up at three in the morning and got my Bible open. All of a sudden, hmm. things just go. Here, here click goes. right in. Right. Now, that's God working. I Absolutely. know it is. That's right. clearly. So I could say that, but because of my background, I don't say it. So, but I also know that sometimes, like, there's a kid in our youth group that, that like, was weeping one night because I've never heard God speak. I've never heard him speak. And I yeah. talked to him on the way home. I was like, dude. I haven't heard either, but I know God's spoken to me, and I'm yeah. saying things. So I think it's it's important that we clarify sometimes our, sure. our nomenclature. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. and recognizing everybody's experience is a little right. bit different mm-hmm. too, because right. there are those who mm-hmm. hear God's voice in different ways, and right. there are some who would say, "I've never heard God's voice, but I know He's working and right. I know He's directing." And mm-hmm. you know, I right. would I would say there's I don't know six to ten times over the course of my life where I would have heard something so clear. It may have been an audible voice, right? Mm-hmm. But there's a whole lot of other times right. yeah. that I know that God's prompting or moving or saying something, but not. You know, right. I guess you can't see air quotes. <laughs> air quotes. Like nobody else. Nobody else calling. sees No one sees the. Yeah, but for those of you who are watching on the video podcast, that's uh, accompanying. <laughs> oh wait, no, we don't have any. Nobody wants yeah, that. Never mind. Yeah, nobody wants that. That's so true. <laughs> 
But anyway, I, I think sometimes we we use the language we're hearing yeah. the voice of yeah. God when in reality we're that's we're right. yeah we don't mean which it. which I thought yeah. your illustration of when you ask God to say something it's the first thing you hear mm-hmm. yeah, yeah that's great probably that might be it yeah right, yeah, yeah. yeah and and that whole idea that we've been given the mind of Christ I don't remember if you I, I think you, you said it at least once yeah. I think second service yeah. I yeah. About yeah. It. but that idea that we've been given the mind of Christ it should it should stand to reason that when we allow God to speak and we intentionally are asking him to, that what is coming through our mind if we've been given the mind of Christ. I mean, with a filter, recognizing we're still broken and there's still a lot of evil in us and all of that, but recognizing that he can speak directly into our minds. Yeah. You know, that's right. a, a beautiful picture. Yeah, I, I loved, um, I, I t- told you this after the 8.30, uh, it hit me, I've heard it so many different times, but it hit me differently this time that we don't tell God what we're going to do for him, but God comes and well, gives us yeah. a name yeah. and tells us what we're, what yeah. he's inviting us to do, you know, yeah. which is such a, for some, you know, I'm, I'm pretty type A and I've got, you know, a lot of stuff going through my head all the time. And so that whole idea of like bringing God my plan mm-hmm. is like, I'm very prone to that. And so just that, that great reminder that part of the spiritual gifts is that God's doing this in us. And uh, we're not bringing it to him. It's not like we're coming and saying, "Look how great of what I have to offer is," yeah. you know. But right. rather that we're receiving yeah. what he's giving to us. Yeah, I think it's very one of the, the um, challenging things for me was uh, you know you come up in contact with somebody who's like, "Well, I heard God say this," or "God says this," and um, this often it's like with a swagger. Like these, some of these <laughs> folks, yeah, 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 yeah. and they're really char- in my experience with the charismatic, which is very limited. Um, you know, walk with this like I'm really great because I've mm-hmm. experienced all this stuff. Yes. And I think that that is a temptation when we feel like we know who we are in Christ and we're walking in our identity. Because often it's in places that you have a natural gifting mm-hmm. as well, and right. so you you are good at those things, and God has especially gifted you in those. Which is why I think it's so cool that like in the beginning of this passage, it's like walk with all humility and gentleness yeah. and patience. Yes. Like that, those are the defining marks of somebody who's gifted in Christ and really. Ex- expressing those correctly, yeah, yeah. Uh, that we don't get to really walk with a swagger. Right? Yeah, so. no, that's that's great. No, that's really, really, really good. Well, good jump in, Taylor. You have, you have some thoughts. I see that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was just thinking uh, when I don't remember when it was, but we've been walking through the young leaders cohort, and a couple months ago, you gave us the assignment to try to discern what our calling was. That way, we could filter everything through that, and you gave mm-hmm. us the image of like a. What's the thing? What's that called? A funnel? A funnel, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, I'm not, yeah, you they can't didn't see your it. hands oh, anymore no, than they no. saw my hair air quotes. It goes quotes. like this. Yeah, right. like, this <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Um, and I remember... This is an audio medium. Okay, <laughs> yeah, we're ready. We're going to get better. Um, and I remember struggling with that and thinking like, okay, I know I'm called to youth ministry, but the Lord hasn't told me like more specifically. Like that feels pretty specific. Like what else am I lacking? Like, I don't yeah. know. And how do I filter? Like youth ministry could be so big. So, broad, so sure. I remember wrestling through that. And then it felt like about a month ago, the Lord spoke or whatever, whatever word would be the appropriate thing. Like more clearly a calling of who I am mm-hmm. that now I was like, I need to go back and revisit that whole assignment because now yeah. I understand the idea of a filter because it's, mm-hmm. it's much more clear to me how the Lord has made me mm-hmm. and where my giftings are. And so going back to be able to like reevaluate all the decisions I'm making mm-hmm. and like in work, but also outside of work and mm-hmm. discerning where does the Lord really want me to be makes a lot more sense because my calling is not just that vocational, like, 
yeah. ministry. It's mm. this is the person that I've made you to be. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to be most effective if you engage things through that mm-hmm. identity. And yeah. so like it really does all go back to identity. Like, yeah. And that's where it starts. And gifting is part of that, but it's not all of that. Like mm-hmm. the Lord has much more to say about us than what he's gifted mm-hmm. us with. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that that identity thing starts to break down the whole like, um, vocational ministry versus mm-hmm. non-vocational ministry mm-hmm. kind of divide. Yeah. Because you're first of all, those who are called into vocational ministry, like you're talking about getting this sense of identity, mm-hmm. that this is the way God sees you. And so now it's not just your work that goes through that right. filter, but it's everything. Yeah. So, and so for you, you start to see it more broadly. Yeah. But for somebody who's not getting paid to do ministry, mm-hmm. there's still this very clear sense of identity and calling mm-hmm. into specific areas. And it's not a less or more, it's just a different, right. you know, and that's yeah. where that picture of the body working together is just such a beautiful picture of the way that, like, it's not, there are certain people who are going to do a lot more because they get mm-hmm. paid to do it. Like, it's more that we have different identities mm-hmm. and are working through those identities, mm-hmm. you know, which is, I think, really helpful. There was a, um, so at our community group on Monday, uh, Brett Abrahamson was, we were talking about everything. And that yeah, that, 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 <laughs> that, you couldn't see Dave. <laughs> can't see Dave either. Um, so he was saying, uh, I could be getting the details wrong, so Brett, forgive me. Um, but I think it's his grandfather that was uh, working on one of those tall ships. Uh, oh, wow. I think it was really? in the 20s. Wow. Not, well, it is the 20s, the 1920s. Yeah. Right. Um, and he brought, he brought up a ship of it. The ship was around for like, the bicentennial celebration or whatever. And it wasn't just that he was in charge of the sails. It wasn't just that he was in charge of the center mast. It wasn't even just that he was in charge of the second sail down from the top. Like he was like on a portion of it. Wow. Like how? But so wow. said the idea of like filtering. Yeah. It's like, yeah okay, yeah. so like youth ministry, and then that could like depending on time of life and right. season and whatever, that could get. Well, again, man, my hand motion. No <laughs> one can see. No one funnel. can see it. But it gets wider and then narrower and narrower, narrower yeah. uh, as as time progresses in a way that's wow. Like you yeah. have that thing to do, like yeah. but then to live in it's that this to, specific. Yeah, right, yeah. I, can, I am almost free to like nerd out on yes. this little thing, and yes. that's just I don't know. I kind of find that exciting because then yeah. you can, I feel like I can just go as opposed to having to keep all the sails going. Like right. Darn it, this sale is going to be the best sale yes. on the ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is all I've been trying to do. It's going to be the best. Yeah. And that's um, like that's what the other thing that I was thinking through as I was speaking the things. I recognize now over the past month this freedom that I've felt and this release from like, I need to do all of these things because mm-hmm. I recognize like, oh no, this is where I'm supposed to be going. And so I'm so free to let all those other things go. But mm-hmm. also it goes into like your Kevin's example of the ship and how crucial it is for the rest of the body to be pulling their weight because now that I recognize I'm called to do this I also recognize oh I need all of these people to do everything else because I'm only supposed to do this and really it's better for me to only do this because I shouldn't be doing all of those other things and so how are we empowering and equipping the people around us to sit with the Lord and receive their identity so that then they can engage exactly what the Lord has been calling them to do. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then we can depend on each other and trust each other to do that work. Right. It's right. Huge, yeah. yeah. And I loved the, um, the example you gave of the gunner who didn't want to tie down the... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> like, good. That's wild. Because, so because that's such a picture of, like, uh, it's so hard in an individualistic society 
to get your head around that Ephesians 4, like 11 to 16, where it's talking about we all need to be involved in order to grow up into the maturity that we have in Christ. Yeah. Like, that just doesn't, it doesn't compute to a Western Christian. Because mm-hmm. for me, like, to grow up into maturity, like, clearly that just relies on me being disciplined. Right. I need to get up in the morning and read the Bible, and I need to pray, and I need to do all the things. Right. And, and you just, it's so hard for me to think as communally as Paul's thinking in Ephesians 4. But that's such a great picture of like, it doesn't matter how great I am at the the second mast up, <laughs> if the if the cannon runs through the <laughs> right. side and the right. whole ship goes down, like yeah, I could be yeah. doing the mast all day, you know, but that doesn't make any difference. It's just, the whole thing's going down. Oh. And I think that that picture of like, we really do need each other in all of these different areas, like in order to make this thing go, and not just the church thing, but like our own spiritual right. journey. Yeah. We need everybody else to be involved in that. Well, that was, that was part of the conversation, again, community group. We were trying to conceptualize it, which I think was a good exercise. I'll put a plug out there for community groups to try to, like, well, why is that true, to try and retrain our yeah. uh, Western uh-huh. minds. Um, but one of the, the, um, the ideas came to my mind is that even, like, lead pastors, mm-hmm. anyone else, you know, sometimes yep. in our culture put up on these big pedestals or whatever, youth pastors or this pastor or that pastor, and, you can't mature without the rest of the body. Right. right. Do what they're supposed to do because then you'll get stagnated. You won't be able to Absolutely. do your job of equipping, which is mm-hmm. key for you growing. Absolutely. <laughs> and yeah, your, that's right. your like, apostleship and mm-hmm. so forth, right? So mm-hmm. that's just you in particular. Yeah. But um, I thought that was helpful. Yeah. Like, kind of like leveled the playing ground. It's not, Definitely. It's not like, well, you know, all these spiritual elites got this thing. Well, yeah. You know, spiritual elites are going to get stunted. Yeah. We need right. everybody, everybody who, wherever <laughs> our gifting is and whatever even our identity is. We, yeah, we, we need everybody to be involved yeah. in this process. So which is, yeah, it's a beautiful picture. Yeah. yeah. I thought your um, illustration, Kevin, was uh, of the body working together, the human body mm-hmm. working together. That was painful for me. Oh, dude, I, that was really good. And I love <laughs> I have a sore heel that's led to a sore hip that's led to 15 pounds. You know, like, come on. It was excellent. Just excellent. <laughs> so much better than so whenever I do that. I always use the illustration of, you know, banging a, hand, you know, banging a nail. And you know you you hit your thumb, and your whole body. It's not just your thumb. Your whole body. Your whole body wrong. hurts. Yeah. You throw the hammer because obviously it was wrong. <laughs> you know? That's right. And then grab your thumb, stick it in your mouth, yeah. jump up and down. Your whole body because yeah. that hurts. Yeah. Right. You know? Right. But yours sounded so much more intelligent. Because he, he dabbles in medicine. medicine. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yes. That's right. Uh, Stay great. healthy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. You just called everyone. Else. Absolutely. That was awesome. So as we move towards the end of this spiritual gifts section, where obviously we're going to be jumping into the uh, work of the Spirit and uh, the way the Spirit works in us and through us over the course of the next six weeks. But as we get to the end of this, are there things that you've heard or things that you're hoping that we've heard as the body of Christ over the course of these uh, last couple weeks? Anything like jumping out that are like, like I, I, hope we, I hope we get this piece nailed. I hope that this is... Uh, this is who we are as York Alliance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've, I've already seen it as a resident newcomer uh, that the, the, the couching of all these passages in unity, the idea of the body and the ligaments being are, are mm-hmm. super strong, and this idea is that we actually need each other. It's not just mm-hmm. like unity is a, is a good word and super necessary, but then the, to, to the way that it was colored in, I guess, using the different passages in Scripture... Yeah. Over the last two weeks, I just and I and I do see that at your mm-hmm. class. Again, newcomer eyes. I'm like, yeah. oh, there's already a lot of that going on, which is 
really cool. Uh, just I'd love to see that continue to to f- flesh out and mm-hmm. that uh, yeah there would be more of a um, I forget what did you say two weeks ago when it was like we're like functionally cessationalist yeah like, right yeah like, yeah to maybe like yeah. take steps together like I'm almost like we're all holding hands like all right let's okay, here we go let's like, do we're it we're gonna yeah, jump we're yeah. gonna jump <laughs> so that's kind of what I'm yeah looking for, no that's great. that's great as opposed to like one person jumping off like I and mean, gravity. Dictating that you pulling have to the rest of us. pulling, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Or we're just gonna let him go. Oh my gosh! Wow! Man, that's what I don't. It's want got to dark happen. here. I don't understand <laughs> what's going on, man. <laughs> but I would love to be a part of that. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Other things jump out to you guys over the last couple weeks. Things that you're really hoping that we grab hold of as a body. I just as as you think about. The, the spiritual stuff, which I'm trying to train myself to say uh-huh. that, <laughs> because it, it helps my brain work on it better. Um, I, I used to I used to uh, be at a church where um, there was the there was the Bible, and then there was the Myers Briggs test. Oh yeah, and I'm not kidding. it was <laughs> yes. literally that, that strong. That, that, yeah. But what was really amazing was, and this was enabled by leadership, is oh you know what he's a feeling person and not a not a thinking person, so. He can be the one who cares about other people. I, on the other hand, I'm a thinker. Yeah. I don't oh, have wow. to. I can be. And see, that's the deal is, yeah, there, there are these spiritual gifts, and we are gifted uniquely in some areas. Yeah. And we're better at those. Sure. That sure. doesn't exempt us from the other. No, that's right. Yeah. 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 That's great. And that, that is, I think, a good no, thing to great. hang on to. Yeah. It's more like a like a bell curve where there's like there's, there's varying degrees, but it's never right. really maybe it's the best example. But you're never actually hitting zero. Like there's mm-hmm. always some degree of right. yeah. Yeah. Uh, involvement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's good. That's good. I'm gonna earn bonus points really quickly and quote Dallas Willard. Yes, um, all right. <laughs> because I was reading and it just came up. I would so just like I to say I'm more excited. vocal about my excitement about it, but Kevin was just as excited as uh, I was. He yeah. just was quieter about it. Oh, so. interesting. I worked last night, so I'm a little subdued. Oh, uh, <laughs> you were dabbling in medicine dabbling last, medicine night. last yeah, night. Yeah. That's right. yeah, the big thing that the Lord just keeps reminding me is just how dependent we are on each other. Like, we cannot, op- it, this thing does not work if we do not depend on each other. Um, and, and part of that, again, now I'm back to like, I'm having so many thoughts and trying to figure out how they all go together. Um, but when we recognize the gifts in others and are able to celebrate the gifts in others, then that destroys comparison, mm-hmm. which, which like the enemy right. is using against us. Like we're, when we are, when we're allowing Absolutely. comparison to grow in our hearts, then we're growing bitterness and there's dissension and disunity. So in contrast, when we're able to recognize the gift in each other, gifts in each other and celebrate and and recognize that we need each other and that I need your gifts and you need my gifts, like then unity grows and our dependence on each other grows and. The world will see that we're different because we're truly a family that's depending on one another for a greater good, like for yeah. the glory of God. And yeah. that's super exciting to me. But Dallas Willard said, he said, <laughs> spiritual formation simply cannot go forward as it is intended by God unless the individual is incorporated in a body of believers where he or she can receive the benefits of the gifts that others have. Without the gifts, the fruit will not be produced and sustained. So it's just like, it's not an option. God did not design right. us to do it by ourselves. Yeah. There's no way we win 
without each other and yeah. I like to win and so putting it in that <laughs> frame of mind is like yeah, right? I can't win by myself it's a team sport and so like I'm gonna I'm, like yeah literally literally, literally come dragging. on let's go we're on the same team so I need you to pull your weight because that's we're not so gonna funny. win without you that's yeah. so funny yeah, yeah. that's yeah. great yeah uh, for me as I uh, think about like just the idea of engaging the spirit more as a body um Again, and a lot of this is born out of my experience and journey. Um, it, it sometimes can feel very like inward looking. Like I just mm-hmm. want to experience more of the Holy Spirit for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially if you talk about hearing God's voice, uh, that can feel very like self focused. And so I think mm-hmm. it's it's good uh, to remember and to sort of look at the the Bible as a whole. Um, there's a guy named Michael Frost who's really great, mm-hmm. and he he has. Um, said before like the, the voice of god is mostly missional when he, when he comes and talks to people like it's not primarily devotional there may be yeah. a, a devotional component to it but it's not like you're my special snowflake why don't, <laughs> why don't you sit in that it's go yeah. i have yeah. something for you to do right um i'm with you but go, but go. But, and, and so i think um i'm excited as we engage the holy spirit as a body to see kind of how he propels us out in mission. Yeah. The voice of God is missional mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. most of the time in, in, the, in the Bible. Yeah. And so uh, I'm excited to sort of step into that as a body and see how he uses us yeah. missionally. Oh, yeah. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, a couple weeks ago, Amanda was standing in the lobby having a conversation with somebody about identity, about the, the specific identity that we're called and uh, what, what that looks like and, and how that's working with this person. But she had this moment in this conversation where she kind of looked, you know how you're, when you're in a conversation with someone and you look over their head and you like see everybody else? And she had this moment of recognition that every single person there has a unique identity mm-hmm. given to them by God. Mm-hmm. And how when the body comes together and all of us within our own unique identities start to work together, mm-hmm. then the missions start to happen, right? You know, because mm-hmm. then it's like, we're not, we're not so caught up in all of the, both the internal stuff that we're wrestling with. I mean, you're still going to have to work through sure. things, but a lot of the, uh, the, the work that we do just to kind of keep the church organization mm-hmm. moving, right? Like if that's not part of our identity, we don't have to worry about that. We're going to be yeah. like out and going, you know? And so mm-hmm. there was just this beautiful mm-hmm. picture that she had. And that's where I've come away over these last couple of weeks, just thinking like, Man, if we could get into that sense, I always grew up thinking that it was um, the the whole concept of spiritual gifts were like almost inherently selfish because mm-hmm. you're like you're constantly just looking at yourself. It was all like spiritual gifts tests felt a whole lot like personality tests, sure. which felt a whole lot like just navel gazing, and yeah. I was kind of mm-hmm. over it. But recognizing that when when we see spiritual gifts rightly, that it's for a purpose that's so much bigger than us. That mm-hmm. as we start to enter into that it's not just like i need to know what i am so that i can be happy about right. It. right but i need to know how i fit into this larger thing so yeah. that i can serve you and you can serve me and we can work together towards this larger mission right so yeah and taylor has a thought that she wants to wrap up with I, yeah i just got so excited because i felt like the lord like put the pieces together in a way that speaks really naturally to me and coming out of the super bowl i feel like it's a super applicable time oh well, here we go i know right a super bowl like, application. let me just nice. use pastor this okay we're going to talk about football but truly like the team operates best when everyone knows their role on the field. Yeah. And the Lord has given me this grace the past few weeks of I'm like I'm like counting down the days till Sunday, like for all of us to be together again. Mm-hmm. Because I recognize now, like because I know what I'm called to do, it's like this 
this group huddle, like, okay, do we remember what the goal is? Do you, everybody know what you're doing? Do you feel good? Do you feel encouraged? Like, let me hype you up. Okay, great. Back out on the field. Yeah, like, let's go. The whole point is not Sunday morning. Like, right. that's that's just a brief moment because we're all supposed to be running back out on the field yeah. to get stuff yeah. done. Yeah. And so Sunday yeah. mornings is just like, Asa, you remember what we're doing? Okay, you got your spot? Nope. Okay, you're doing great. Get back out. <laughs> Don't say no. Don't say no. <laughs> okay. You say no, we got to ruining my analogy. <laughs> but you pulled him into the huddle and you coached him yeah, up. Yeah, we so hype okay. him back up yeah, and then yeah. we send him back out. Yeah. So it's like, just like every week, like team huddle really quickly and then back out there. Yeah. You beat the 49ers and everyone's happy. And there you go. That's exactly <laughs> as it should be. That's right. Uh, it was only you and I that were thinking that. So, but anyway, yeah, it's, okay. it's okay. We're yeah. on the same team for once. Oh, I know. It's shocking, right? Oh my gosh. There, you go. there you go. And when we all know what we're supposed to do and we go out and do it, we're demonstrating the gospel, yep. which is exactly what we're doing right yep. now. So huh. it's a beautiful thing. So, yeah. <laughs> so cool. Well, great conversation. Lots and lots of stuff that we could continue to dig into. So we'll be back to uh, have more conversation next week. But until then, may the grace and peace of Jesus be yours. May you sense his spirit on you and in you, transforming you from the inside out and flowing from you to the waiting and watching world that so desperately needs to encounter him. Have a great rest of the day. I'll be back one more time with a quick podcast tomorrow, and then we'll uh, continue on in the next phase of this series on Sunday. So grace and peace to you.